All right, hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. I am your host, Matt Powers. Thank you again for joining me. Please visit the website, powersportsmemorabilia.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram at Powers Autographs. Well, apparently, some big news is coming out of PSA. It seems as though they are raising their prices and going uh, full Rolls Royce mode here. Big price increase. Uh, I saw a recent post on Slab Stocks. If you don't uh, follow Slab Stocks on Instagram, make sure you guys give them a big follow there. Uh, it looks like they're raising their pricing. And it looks like right now, uh, new pricing going forward is $50 for economy turnaround time, which is currently suspended, so you cannot choose that one right now. $100 for regular, $150 for express, and $300 for super express. That's basically your 45, your 20 day, your 10 day, and your five day turnaround times. Whoa, <laughs> I did not see that coming. That is super uh, interesting and exciting, and we're gonna unravel all that today here, but I know you're probably a little sticker shocked on that one, kind of like you know uh, opening your wallet up after you've been drinking all night you know, and seeing no money in there. But uh, So today's video, we're gonna unravel all this thing here. I'm gonna give you my thoughts on it and what it means to you as a sports car collector and investor. We're going to be talking about the following, all right? Number one, why did they raise their prices? Uh, two, the effect on future submissions to PSA. Effect on current cards that are already graded by PSA. Uh, what does this mean for other grading card companies? Your game plan going forward. And is this good for the hobby? Again, these are just my own thoughts here. Again, just to get you guys thinking about the hobby and some different ways that maybe you haven't already considered. Pure entertainment, but um, this is going to be a good video. I'm going to try to keep it as short as I can, but there's a lot to go through here. All right, so let's go ahead and get going here. Number one, why did PSA raise their pricing? Whoa, okay, so my initial thought when I heard that was, PSA views themselves as the Rolls Royce of card grading companies. They view themselves as the high-end card grading company. And I would agree with them. Of course, we all know PSA 10s sell for way more than any other card grading company. They are the, uh, you know, the slab king industry. Everybody wants that PSA 10. And they've got a, a brand to you know, protect and to develop. You know, PSA is now a privately owned company collectors universe is the uh, parent company that owns psa and i think they saw the direction that the card grading industry was going where everybody is getting these dollar two dollar five dollar cards graded and i think they made a decision to say you know i don't know if that's the direction that we want to take part in we have in our opinion a higher end brand and i don't know if we want to be spending our time grading these dollar and two dollar cards in my opinion, PSA makes their money off of those Express, the Super Express orders. That's where they are making their profits. Yes, they're making profit on the you know slower turnaround time cards, but that's not where their bread and butter is. Their bread and butter is the higher end cards that they're getting graded at the Super Express uh, level. And we take the Rolls Royce example, right? Rolls Royce could make like you know a, a cheaper car and, and be fulfilling those all the time. But is that really the best allocation of their time and their resources? Is that the best thing for their brand? No, I would say with Rolls-Royce, they want to make expensive cars. That's the type of uh, car that they want to make and sell. And that's what they want to focus their time on. And I think that's why PSA chose to do this. I mean, think about this. They, you know, They're in California. 
it's really expensive to do business in California. And if you have to hire less graders and can make the same amount, if not more money, because you're not taking as many cards in, that to me makes logical business sense. You know, you don't have to pay all these uh, wages and insurance, health insurance, and all this kind of stuff that you have with a huge staff. Now, I know they're probably still continuing to hire and they were probably already kind of understaffed to begin with, but that makes sense to me. You don't know, have less staff, make the same, if not more money. And I would do that if I was the owner of PSA. Why bog yourself down with all these ones and twosies of these dollar and $2 cards when you consider yourself to be a high end brand and high end, I mean, it's, you know, over the thousand dollar threshold, uh, for cards. All right. So let's talk about this here. Number two, the effect on your future submissions to PSA. All right, so with the economy level being suspended for right now, the economy is, is basically your old 45-day, and that's what, $50 a card. So we went from essentially $15 to $50 a card. Uh, that's, your, that's your cheapest option right now to get something graded is $100. $100 to get a card graded. Wow. I never thought I'd be saying that for the base level here for right now. Okay, so how does this affect you going forward with PSA? Well, first off, you better be damn sure that the card that you were sending PSA is going to be a PSA 10. You better be doing your homework. You better look at that card. You better make sure that thing's got 50-50 centering. The corners are sharp. There's no surface issues. The edges are nice and sharp. It, it, now, this is going to apply to mainly the base cards. You know, if you're sending in the LeBron James 221, obviously, if you get a P, you know, PSA 8, PSA 9, that's fine. But I'm talking about just your lower tier cards. If you choose to send them in with PSA, you better be hoping that you get a PSA 10. So you got to be doing your homework on that card that you were sending in. For me personally, you know, I probably wouldn't send in any card to PSA right now that has a resale value of anywhere under $500. Because if you're paying $100 for a card, let's say you spent, you know, $50 for the card. So now you're at $150. Let's say you get a PSA 9, which is not out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, you're kind of screwed there. So... I would personally be focusing on cards to send a PSA right now for future submissions that are over that $1,000 threshold, like big cards that you can get massive returns on because you are paying a premium now to grade with PSA. And I would probably only be doing premium cards with them, okay? If your you know, flip game is the dollar cards to PSA, get them graded on 45 day and then sell them for you know, $40, $50, that, that ship has sailed, okay? You're gonna have to change up your game here, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit later on, but that's probably done, okay? The dollar flip card game to get them graded at PSA is, is out of the realm right now. All right, number three here, the effect on current graded cards. Well, guess what? <laughs> those of you who are smart enough to get those dollar and $2 cards done at 45-day levels and are into them real cheap, those just went way up. Big percentage increase on those, big percentage increase on PSA 9s. Pretty much most cards under $100, you know, cards of, of, of any value, right? You know, ones that people actually want, you know, Jordan, Tiger, Kobe, LeBron, those types of cards, right? Not my rookie card, okay? Not to say I have one, but my rookie card's not going up as a PSA 10, okay? So really any card under $500 had a nice little bump. Not to say the cards over $1,000 didn't have a little bump. They did. But most people that were getting you know, those $1,000 cards graded were already paying express level prices to get those things done. So they're already into the, the, the grading costs a little bit higher than the you know 
dollar or two dollar cards that they, people were sending in. So it's got a little bit of a bump there, but not like you're going to see with these cards that are under $500 and especially the ones that are under $100. Okay, number four here. What does this mean for other card grading companies? Well, as Snoop Dogg said, you got to step your game up, man. This is a huge opportunity for Beckon, SGC, and CGC. Huge. This is the opportunity of a lifetime for those card grading companies. Huge. Oh, my gosh. I would be so excited if I was at those kind of... I hear PSA raise their prices. That's great, man. Let's let's compete now. Now it's an opportunity to compete on the lower tier cards because if you have a lower tier card and you had an option to send to one of those four card grading companies, you're going to choose PSA almost every single time, right? But now that's kind of... That's out of the option right now. Beckett's still pretty backed up, and I, but I can see a ton of business coming into them as well and also SGC and then CGC, which is the new card grading company that's the comic book grading company i'm gonna talk about them uh, a little bit later here but they better have some solid systems in place they better be getting close to hitting those turnaround times that they promise people uh, i think uh, cgc right now has a nine dollar grading for basically the 45 day for psa i don't you can go on their website and see what their current turnaround time is but that's cheap to do right now nine dollars but they've got a great opportunity here if you can hit some turnaround times not make mistakes and you know, get people their cards back as quick as possible. You can earn some brand loyalty right here. And people, especially that are doing those dollar cards and whatnot, they send in a lot of volume. And if you can really earn their trust, earn their respect, and uh, the biggest thing is whether those cards with CGC or, or SGC will, will actually sell, I think they will, but a huge opportunity right here to really set yourself as kind of the lower tier grading card company and there's nothing wrong with that you know every industry has your higher end your middle end and your lower end i mean look at any industry right you look at framing companies okay big framing expensive ones you've got your middle you got your low tier supermarkets are the same way and there's nothing wrong if you choose to be in the low tier end to dominate that particular sector of the car grading company and i think cgc's got a great opportunity here you know they're fresh on um they don't have a past history right now with with uh card gradings you know they don't have any bad vibes i guess i could say so they've got a very big opportunity i hope they are hiring and i hope they got some great systems in place all right number five let's talk about your game plan going forward i would as i've already mentioned i would continue to use psa for those expensive cards cards that have a resale value of over a thousand dollars again psa 10s are king those new psa 10 slabs are going to be coming out after this price increase i think are going to be very expensive probably highly sought after but again these are going to be the cream of the crop cards that you want to be sending to psa you got big grading costs you better be getting big returns on those cards Right now, I would probably be looking for PSA 10 cards that you think have value out there. So maybe some PSA 10 rookies that are probably in that 100 to 250 range. I'd probably be picking up some of those. You know, again, the minimum right now to get a card graded at PSA until they get the economy back in is $100. So if you can find deals at cards at under or a little bit above $100, I would find those, especially rookies, kind of in that 100 to 250. Maybe even up at the 500, depending on, on who it is. On the flip side, if you have cards that you graded at PSA and they're PSA 10s right now, 
and they were those dollar and two dollar cards or maybe even the you know a little more expensive ones I would consider raising my prices to reflect the new grading uh, price cost at PSA. Also, I would consider, if you can, very quickly here, gather your cards, and if you can get them into Beckett before they do a price increase, if you if you like the Beckett slabs and you believe in Beckett, get your cards together and get them off to Beckett as soon as possible. I am guessing they're probably going to be doing a price increase to kind of slowly kind of catch up to PSA. I don't know if they will do that or not, but if I were in Beckett shoes, I would probably be considering raising my prices so I can be in that middle tier. So you got high tier PSA, middle tier Beckett, and then you got your low tier kind of uh, SGC, CGC, you know, when it comes to um, certain cards and whatnot. You know, uh, SGC does a, a decent job with some of the kind of the vintage cards there, but most people aren't probably going to be sending vintage cards there. Most people are going to send vintage cards right now, I think probably to PSA, especially those expensive ones. Uh, I'm personally going to be giving uh, CGC a try. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of what their slabs look like, but I'm a huge fan of their costs, right? And money talks, right? And I think, you know, just speaking from my personal perspective, my customers who are kind of gift givers and whatnot, they're just looking for an affordable card that is graded, that uh, they can give to a friend or a buddy or as a Christmas gift or whatnot. And I don't think they necessarily require a PSA 10. You know, I think a CGC 9.5 is probably doing just fine if it's priced right. And that's just coming from my perspective. If you're just a collector and you want to have just your cards graded, you really don't care about, I guess, not long-term value, but you don't really care about selling them at all. You just want them slab. Then I'd probably go the lower tier routes. You've got, you know, SGC and CGC that can probably uh, help you out as well. But again, I like CGC. I just think that they have a, a, a huge opportunity right now because they don't have any past history on it. And they're very, very affordable right now. I think a lot of influx is going to be coming their way. All right, let's talk about number six here. Is this good for the hobby? So I was going through PSA's post about this. And of course, like everything, there's so much negativity. People just complaining about stuff that they have no control over. Why? Why would you waste your energy like that? It just makes no sense to me, but I get why people are upset. People get, uh, you know, frustrated and they feel threatened and scared when things change. I understand that, but I like it. I like this because it's going to um, force some competition and force other grading card companies to get better, to kind of seize this opportunity. And again, PSA is a privately owned company now. They can do whatever they want. If they want to raise their prices to whatever level they want, it's up to them. Again, I ran an Instagram poll about this and and, and I actually showed a poll on Instagram recently about uh, Waxpack, the company that I use for um, uh, my PSA submission groups. And they ran a poll saying, what price increase would you feel comfortable with? And like 90% of people clicked whatever price, you know? So it's gonna be interesting to see how that affects PSA. Uh, hopefully the big positive I think it was coming with this is it's gonna allow PSA to hopefully catch up on some orders. People aren't submitting as many cards to them right now. Hopefully this gets them, you know, those 45 days and 20 days and 10 days that have been lagging behind, allows those to get back to customers which they've been waiting on those things for you know, up to a year. That's gonna be a big, big plus. But again, this is gonna create a lot of opportunity for not just the car grading companies, but also for you as a collector and investor. And I've already talked about picking up PSA 10 rookies, kind of in the 100 to 250 range, um, and getting new cards graded with CGC and seeing if that can create some opportunities for you. 
But it's going to be interesting also how this affects PSA submission groups. If they are not getting as much volume as they're used to, uh, are they going to be able to make the same amount of money to kind of continue operations? And that's going to be an interesting one to watch play out. I don't know how that's going to work out. I think they're probably going to be okay, at least the ones that are have a good, good customer base. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how they are able to move forward. Are they going to be doing less business, more business? Only time will tell as this year goes on here. But I really think this is good for the hobby. It's going to give uh, a lot of, again, a lot of opportunity to these car grading companies to really step their game up, which is going to help you and me. I think that's really the big lesson here. Hopefully CGC and these guys are listening and will do their best and have some good systems in place and get their cards back to you as quick as possible because that's what we all want, right? All right, so conclusion. Let's just kind of wrap everything up here. Uh, if, again, if you're a collector and you like to have your cards slabbed and don't really care about the sale prices and all that kind of stuff, and I would use CGC, okay? Their, their slabs are, you know, they got like a green color on them. Not my favorite. I like PSA slabs, and I'm not a big fan of the, the decimal system, the 9.5s and all that kind of things. But if you want to just get them slabbed, then do CGC. Okay, if you're in the investing game, you're going to probably have to change up your strategy here. You're not going to be able to use PSA for those, again, high expensive cards there. You're going to have to be going just, I mean, the lowest expensive ones, you're going to have to go in with the high expensive cards on PSA. Again, PSA 10s are still the king of the industry. If you can get an expensive card in a PSA 10 slab, that's the way to go. Uh, and again, if you're in the, the flip game, right, you want to probably be looking to using other grading card companies because it's a cheaper option and they'll probably get your cards back. Uh, a lot quicker than PSA probably will at this time. And again, do I think this is a good move by PSA? Nat Turner, the guy who was the, leading the group that bought Collectors Universe, who was the parent company of PSA, he's a collector. He's been a collector for a long time. And I would think that this guy would know what he's doing. You're spending almost a billion dollars for the company. It's not like they, they spent a billion for this company and then all of a sudden they're like, well, what do we do with it now? Let's raise our prices. No, I think they had that in the works before they bought it. So they've had a game plan going on. And again, I don't personally know Nat Turner, but I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about him and they say he's an absolute genius in the card industry. And he's also obviously a smart business guy if you can afford to be lead a group that, you know, spending almost a billion dollars on a company. So I would give him the benefit of the doubt for this. Let's see how it plays out for this year. See if he is a smart business guy when it comes to, you know, raising these prices for PSA. And it, it may turn out. They may know something that we don't. And this may help overall customer service with them and make their customers a lot happier and get cards back quicker. And it may be a win-win for everybody here. But again, I think this really opens up the door for some competition. And it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out this year in 2021. Whoa, oh, I tried to get to that as quick as possible. A lot to go through. I hope this really helps you guys kind of think about the hobby maybe in a different way and make some moves. Again, I talked about this in some of my other videos. Learn to pivot. If something happens, hey, try something else. Doesn't work out, try something else. But again, hopefully this helps you guys. Comment below. Let me know what you guys think about this new move with PSA pricing. Do you like it? Uh, is it too much? Is it not enough? I don't know. Comment below and let me know your guys' thoughts. Again, visit the website, powersportsmemorabilia.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. And I will see you on the next episode.